Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarcasm Speaks, Jared, Bob, and Jones. Jones is back. Um, I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, like probably, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's been a few weeks. Um, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like the uh, I like the I'm not in the military anymore, so I'm going to grow a beard beard. Yeah. <laughs> the neck a little bit a couple of weeks ago. But other than that, I haven't touched this since I left the military. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, fuck them. Who cares? Yeah. You don't have to keep it clean shaven anymore. So no. why not? I'm a real person. Yeah. That's the one thing, like, I don't know, like, I, I've heard people, like, argue, like, back and forth about um, the whole, like, beard versus no beard thing. Because you have, like, the traditionalist assholes that are like, well, a clean-shaven man is a real man. And, like, they say all this shit. And it's like... I don't know, dude, like call me lazy, I guess. Like if you want, go right ahead. Like I'm not going to stop you. But like the effort that it takes to shave at least three days a week, right? Because you figure like it's going to grow back pretty quick. Um, Just not worth it. It's really not worth it. And like you have like people with like skin issues that like get hacked up every time they they shave. They have like ingrown hairs and all that like yeah who cares yeah like i don't like i I have a i have a beard right i have a full beard i've had a beard since christ i don't know since i was fucking 17 um there have been times where i've shaved it off right or like trimmed it lower than than others um but like i literally just have to like maintain it right like you just kind of now it's like some people they get a little bit lucky, I guess, where like their beard doesn't grow in as thick, like across their face. Right. So I guess there is kind of varying degrees to that. Right. Like if you don't grow a full thick beard, it's probably easier to shave. Right. Cause you'll maybe only have to shave like twice a week. Um, but yeah, for me to like keep a clean shaven face, it's a lot of fucking work. I'm literally, I would literally have to shave three times a week. I would have to shave every, every other day, basically. I think when I actually had to shave every day, it was like every other day. Yeah. That's miserable. Yeah. Fuck I'm that. not doing that. Do you ever have a straight, do you ever use a straight razor? Yeah. All the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever use a straight razor? No, my skin can't handle it. Yeah, I, I've never used one because I'm a bitch, right? And I'm terrified of them. You just hear like all the stories about dudes like legit hacking their face. Like I've I've had a straight razor used on me, like to to like keep the line, and then like the bottom of my neck and the back of my neck at the at the barber shop. Um, but like me personally, I have never shaved myself with a straight razor. Yeah, I think the only time I've ever had a straight uh, razor was in the back at a barber shop. But yeah, I would never ever. That would definitely hack my face off. Although it looks good anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I don't know. It was random, random sarcasm speaks on beards, I guess. You're talking. Um, <laughs> so, we got. We got some fun stuff this week. We got one fun thing this week. It's the uh, it's the PGA Championship. 
So this this episode will be coming out on Thursday. So it will be day one of the PGA. But um, dads, I'm curious to get your take on uh, the course itself, right? So to give people a little bit of background. It's our guy. I know. I know. Is it just, just to give people a little bit of background, like if you're not a big golf guy, like, like us, um, typically, right. There's four majors, but not typically, there are four majors throughout the year in golf. And typically the U S open, um, is known as like a very hard course. Like it's a difficult setup, you know, they grow the rough thick, like all that stuff, whatever. Um, and the PGA championship traditionally has been easier, right? Like, I don't want to say it's it's really easy because it's not really easy, but, you know, the the winning score was probably between like 15 and 20 under, right? I'd say that's probably safe to no, say. No, it's not. It shouldn't really be that high. It's like 10 plus or minus. Okay. Because <clears throat> like when it comes to the US Open, like it very... Like there have been instances in not not the too distant past where the winner was like even or like one under. Yeah, it's been a little bit, which sucks. Um, I think the last time we got that was 2018 at Shinnecock. Yeah. But even then the players were bitching, so. Yeah. <clears throat> so like I said, curious. So now that's the background for anyone that that doesn't know golf that well. This week coming in, um, it seems as if the setup at it's at Oak Hill in Rochester, New York. So upstate New York, um, is a lot closer to a U.S. Open setup than it is a PGA. And I've heard rumblings of some people being like, "Oh, hold on to your fucking pants! It's going to be a shit show," type of thing. So I'm curious to see. If you've heard anything like that or read, because really I don't hear shit. I read it on Twitter. Let's be real. Uh, I haven't heard shit either. But so, you know, my pet peeves before every golf, every major, they try to make it seem like it's going to be the most impossible thing in the entire world. And then, you know, they figure it out. Yeah, they always do. Um, So pet peeve there. Uh, why Oak Hill may be a little more penal in other places is uh, because penal. it's in Rochester, New York in May. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. It's not, we haven't had like, like that's not enough time to have like perfect growing conditions. You kind of just get what you get. Right. <clears throat> um, that being said, Oak Hill is a, is a, is a Donnie Ross. One of our guy. Yep. Um, so you definitely can't be a bubble. No one can be a bubble. That's not possible. You'll die if you go above the hole. Um, so <clears throat> what makes a Donald Ross course? couple things. Because they don't play many on tour. It's, um, I want to say it's Sedgefield. I want to say Sedgefield and then Detroit, wherever they play in Detroit. The 3M. Uh, Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. Whatever, like though, I think those two are the only Donald Rosses that they play each year. Um, he has more major venues, 
than he does regular PGA tour stops. Um, so the deal there and like the reason why he's a person is he built a shitload of courses. He's got some famous ones. Um, his greens are usually pretty diabolical. Um, actually we played a Donnie Ross, uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, that's a Donnie Ross. Um, so usually what you get in a Northeast Donald Ross is a lot of elevation change. The greens are usually fucking diabolical. They're generally going to be elevated. Um, they run off every fucking which way. Um, off the tee is relatively friendly. Um, maybe some bunkers come into play, but it's not going to be like hitting down a hallway. Um, <clears throat> so Oak Hill, the last time they had it was 2013. The Duff Daddy one, uh, Jason Duffner, he <laughs> put on a ball striking display that was fucking insane. Like he hit his iron so fucking good that week. Um, and I want to say he outlasted Furick. So as, as much as, and that, but that was, so that was in August back then. So length off the tee then didn't really matter, but it'll probably matter a little bit more this time around. Um, and then hitting to the right part of the greens is going to be kind of what does this. So, um, other than that, I don't, it's long, but I don't think it's the longest in the world. There's trees, but it's not like tree lined anymore. Like they had to remove a shitload of trees, I think. Um, yeah, they did a major course redesign in 2019. Yeah, and I think part of it was getting rid of a fuckload of trees. But that probably goes back even way before even 2013. Yeah. Uh, um, they lengthened it and they got rid of a bunch of trees. And they they changed the holes. Like, I think there were three holes. I want to say it was like 5, 7, and 16 or something like that. Um, or 5, 6, and 12. I don't know. There was three holes <laughs> that they restored to the original Donald Ross, you know, whenever the course was was made. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, I haven't watched any coverage this week. I haven't seen anything. I did listen to a podcast. I had to go to the cottage this morning. So I did listen to a podcast where guys were talking about Donald Ross, but they didn't really talk about Oak Hill. They talked about all his other stuff. Um, <clears throat> so in terms of like how it's playing this week or what the updates are, I don't know. Um, I just know that Generally speaking, in a Donald Ross course, you can be a little less good off the tee. I guess accurate. I guess a little less accurate off the tee is more like it because obviously you can control your better your ball better from closer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to say. It's just like all these elevated events. It's like who's playing the best right now? Who do you like? Like, it's kind of what you go with. Um, I know a lot of people were kind of looking at the bombers like months ago because mm -hmm. it's like, oh, Rochester in May could be cold, could be wet, could be soft. Never know what you're going to get. And I think the weather's just going to be fucking fine. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be a, I think it's going to be an iron fest. Whoever hits their irons the best. And I think unless you're a complete dog shit off the tee, 
I don't think you need to be like first in total driving. Right. I don't think. Right. Yeah. I mean, that would kind of lead me to believe, you know, the Morikawa, Hovland, Hatton, right? Those those three are the first ones I think of when you say Iron Fest. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, I have bets on all three of those guys. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, I know a lot of people like to go to data golf and they like to use like, oh, well, what approach shots do you need? Da, 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 blah, 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 like all this shit. And I found like a lot less in that because all it takes is one of these guys to play to like basically outkick their coverage. And it happens all the time because they're like the, the, the defining line between these guys is so fucking small that if Morikawa decides to putt well this week, or if he can reach the par fives a little bit easier, then he's going to, he is going to outperform his baseline performance and no one would be surprised, but there's some people in the model that are going to look at him like, Oh, well, you know, around the greens, he's not great. So it's like, what if he misses these small greens? Cause that's usually a Ross thing. And you know, Oh, well, you know, he is 40th in par five scoring. No one in the last 10 years has been worse than like 29th. It's like, yeah, he could be first. We don't fucking know. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that's the thing about golf too, right? Is, I mean, we all know this from playing. You could, you know, for the last month, you might be really great. And then you go out and have a dog shit round or vice versa. You might be struggling for like three, four weeks and then all of a sudden you go out and you have the best round of your life. I right? like that's golf. Like you could get, these guys could get hot. You know, they could find something with their, either with the driver or with one of the irons and be like, wow, I feel good this week. And then all of a sudden maybe the putter gets hot and you're like, well, here we are. All Morikawa is leading the, the, the field in strokes gained approach and, you know, he's seventh in strokes gained putting, and here we are. He's got a three-stroke lead going into Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's my – so, that I mean, that's that's the course breakdown. I mean, we've, we saw it 10 years ago, and I don't even know when before that. Probably a PGA in the late 90s. Yeah. Something like that. So it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to watch. Uh, if I can I actually so. watch I mean, it, I got to work this weekend, which fucking blows, but I'm going <clears> to try <throat> and watch as much as I can. Yeah, I, I actually remember watching the Duff Daddy that year. Yeah, I mean, that would have been in college, right? Grad school, college? I was, in, I was in grad school. Yeah. It was the year I got back into golf, and it would have been in August, so I don't know what else I was doing. Oh, I, you know what? I already know what I was doing. It was in August, which means I was back to work because we worked for Bobby the the August for the month of August. Right. So I was just sitting in my apartment with nobody fucking <laughs> around. Yeah. So we'll see. Jones, you uh no. Do you use my bookie? Because you don't have um, you don't have legal stuff, right? Legal guys. You do. 
I just don't really bet all that. Oh, much. you do? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, 18, 20. I think it was in 2020 they legalized it. Oh, shit. You guys got it before us. Yep. Just like everything else, right? Our state fucking blows. <clears throat> DC got it, or I remember. I know DC got it early. I don't know what. I I, I assume it's geofence to literally the fucking district limits. I don't even know what to call it. <clears throat> um, but they fucking hate it. Whatever they have in DC, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> I hear a lot of things about uh, DraftKings from the DC area. So as far as I know, I could be wrong. In D.C., they only had something that was state-run, like a state-run book, and it was fucking awful. And like I Rhode thought, Island has the Rhode Island yeah. sports book, yeah. But I think that one's powered by William Hill. I could be wrong. Um, this other one was like state-run. It was fucking bad. And I want to say I, there was like a five-year deal, and they had zero intention of bringing it back. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. I didn't know. I like. I do hear like DraftKings uh, every so often on the radio, but that's really it. And then we've had it since 2020, and we just legalized weed like three weeks ago. Uh, so we got you on that one. Yeah, <laughs> we we've yeah, had legal I, weed for a fucking feels like seven years at this point. Might have actually been. Did we legalize it in 2016? No clue. We might have. So, who knows? Um, so I'm gonna, uh, Bob. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. But Jones, I don't know if you knew this, but we, um, we've come full circle on racism in the world. Uh, so, Bob, uh, did you send it? To, yeah, I think you sent it to yep. all of us, right? The the group chat. I did. Why don't you uh, share with the class on what what you sent us? on how fucking stupid everyone is. So professional development at a school. We'll, 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 we'll protect all identities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so professional, obviously professional development is just the teachers, right? It's the day and all the students have off and the kids, the, the teachers still go to work. The teachers were encouraged to sit by race so that everyone feels more comfortable. So the white people sit at the white table. The Asian people sit at the Asian table. I don't know where the Puerto Ricans go. Um, And this is not something dissimilar to what we've heard. I mean, it's California coming up with this fucking shit. Right. But I don't know. I mean, my first reaction was, correct me if I'm wrong, I wasn't a history teacher, unfortunately, but I believe that there was a civil rights movement over things of this nature. So I I don't know. I mean, like I, that again, I thought I remembered learning (laughs) late fifties to the late sixties about the mistreatment specifically of black people in specifically in the South um, over things like, um, white restaurants and white bathrooms and white people sat in the back of the bus or the front of the bus. I don't really remember which one. Um, and 
it wasn't that long ago. No. 1968 like, was, uh, that's the year Martin Luther King was assassinated. Which um, means he was like on the trail 60 years ago around this time. Has 55 years. He was, he, he was died 55 years ago. 55 years ago. Yeah. So you could trace back to civil rights still being a prominent topic less than 60 years ago. Yep. And I feel like people have already forgotten about some of the things that took place then. Like, I, I like, am I fucking like, am I fucking missing something, or is like, I, like, I don't understand why this isn't like a fucking big deal. Like, how did how did um like anyone, Asian, Hispanic, any person that's a teacher at this school? Not immediately go and say, hey, this is fucked up, fix it, or I'm going to the fucking news. You pick. Right. Like, how did that not, like, like would that not be, like, the correct sequence of events? I, I like, it, like, again, am, am I fucking, am I missing something here? No, I don't think so. I think it's a take that it comes from Cal- Well, no, because California, they, they've done shit like this where, um... They wanted to have Mel. You have to remind me of some of these shit things, but like certain things in schools, like they were supposed to be like classes only black kids or something to make yep. them feel more included. They were gonna have like black buses and white buses, like it, California's attempt to to make people feel more comfortable by segregating them by race. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's problem. Yeah, it's a huge fucking problem. Um, but like, why are we not hearing about like, I, like that? That's the thing is like, I I was told this this happened. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like I'm gonna hear about this because I really feel like this is like a problem, like so a real how, problem. How did that teacher respond? to the whole situation. Like when the teacher told you about like what happened, like that's what went down was he or she like, this is fucked up. Can you believe this has happened? Or like, it was it like a, my mind is blown type of thing. Like what was there? Well, take, so take to be fair it? though, we, we, we couldn't speak too openly about this cause kids were around. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but she's like, yeah, I figured you would get a kick out of this. I'm like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I actually like, don't believe like what you just told me. Yeah. And she's like, she goes, yeah, I know. And then th- there's something going on. Like, I, I, it's not a public school. So there's something going on with the union. They like, they unionized because they're not like in the Massachusetts union, which sucks anyway. So like they unionize themselves and the lawyers just like, no, 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 just go to the training. We'll figure it out later. And it's like, still, still, if they're telling you to sit by race, that means someone belongs to these races and no one fucking said or did anything. Like, I don't want white people to say anything because fuck that. Like white people have no right to fucking do shit. 
But well, like, then the unfortunate part of that too is if a white person said anything, they would immediately it would it's almost like Donald Trump syndrome, right? Because it's like if a white person said something, everyone would immediately turn on them and be like, Oh, yeah, you would be the one to say something, wouldn't you, Whitey? You know what I mean? Like, like that type of oh, your white privilege, whatever. So it's like unfortunately, it, the objection almost can't come from a white person because otherwise everyone can sit there and point the finger and say, see, this is why we have to do it because you're a bad person type of thing. Rather yeah, than like you, sitting you, there you and don't be like, get it. yeah, in, instead of sitting there being like, oh, I, hey, this guy's got a pretty good fucking point, huh? Because yeah, that's not how so, things work anymore. Yeah, she, she was saying her Puerto Rican French. She goes, do I have to, she, she goes, do I really have to Rosa Parks the fucking professional development day? <laughs> and go sit at the white table yeah that is funny though right because i think like what do uh what do latino people or latinx <laughs> that they love being called so much um what do they do are they white they're not black but they're not white either right they, they probably got their own table yeah how many tables also, they have you in really, this place? I was going to say that's the other thing too. Is if you really start, if you really start to cut everybody up so much, it's like, you know, you put one person at the Jewish delegation because they want to be <laughs> separate. It's almost like Dude, the they, fucking racial draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of that is um, is one of Jordan Peterson's takes that he was like the whole intersectionality thing is like eventually everyone is an oppressor, right? Like if you, cause that's the whole, like the intersectionality thing is like, I'm a cisgendered white heterosexual male or on whatever else, like you break down into like these 17 different things. And it's like, eventually one of those sex that you belong to is going to be considered like an oppressive class, right? So it's like, you know, if you look at um, like a, a gay black male, right? A, a, you call them trans, right? Call them a trans homophobic black male, right? Or I don't know if that might be too many different things, but I don't know if that works. Let's just stick to the original, trans, <laughs> original trans, point. So a trans a, person, a gay, that a gay black male. Gay people? Yeah, a gay, a gay black male, right? Oh, so, okay. So you're like, okay, you're gay, right? You're a minority class. You're a quote unquote protected class, right? All right, cool, awesome. We love you. You're great, amazing, yeah. And it's like you're black, also awesome. Like you're part of a, a minority group. You're protected. You're great. You're awesome. Yeah, we fight for your rights. Yeah, you're a male. Boo! Males are bad. Males are evil. Down with the patriarchy. You're a terrible piece of shit. Fuck you. How could you be a man? Right? But it's like, but you just told me you loved me so much because I'm gay and black. Yeah, but you're a man and we hate men and men are evil. Right? So it's like, that's the whole point. And that's, that's an oversimplified version of it. But that's Jordan Peterson's point is like with this intersectionality stuff, it's like eventually you're going to belong to what's considered an oppressive class. So like, it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Yeah, it's not kind of, kind of counterintuitive. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just uh, I did I did like the firsthand experience of like again because I know Cal like we'll just pick on California. California's try to do dumb shit like this, but it's like to actually hear that people were thinking that around here and it didn't become like a fucking incident. I thought that was the most impressive part. I figured somebody somewhere somehow word would have gotten out about that. Yeah, I mean impressive or terrifying. <laughs> However you want to look at it. Yeah, I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one because. Yeah, is it more alarming that someone had this idea or is it more alarming that it didn't become a fucking statewide issue? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm again, I, I think I'm missing. I'm, I know I'm missing something somewhere. But I don't know. I mean, I thought it sounded like like I was like a bill. And it kind of like didn't turn into anything, just yeah, turned into a professional development day. It would be a big be a big deal to me, right? Like it'd be like, you know, if you showed up to a CPR class, right, and the instructor goes, "Okay, I want uh, in order to make everyone feel comfortable, I want all the white people to sit over here. I want all the black people to sit over there. All the Asian people, you're going to sit over there. Uh, all right, cool. Now we're ready to start the CPR class." I'd be like yo, what the fuck does race have to do with anything right now? Like we're here to learn CPR. You know what I mean? It's like the same idea. Like what does race have to do with anything? We're here to learn how to like be better teachers, right? Like you're here to develop your professional career. Hence the name professional development day. Like you're learning new strategies and like, what the fuck did like, why do you have to bring race into literally everything? I don't know, man. And then, you know what though? Like, I mean, this is fucked up, like, but this dark humor, it's almost like uh, the racist, like, infiltrated, like, the deep thought of, like, everybody, like, they, like, incepted people, because they have to love this shit, right? Like, the KKK has got to love this shit. They're I mean, like, that's what I was thinking. Some guy, some guy in a white hood is fucking smiling right now. Yeah. Like, how, how has no one else stopped to consider that, right? Like, oh, we're going to separate, you know, for school kids, we're going to have white buses and black buses. Like, I feel like this is, this is what we should start doing. I, I know exactly how we can fix this stupidity problem. So anytime one of these things comes up and one of these thoughts or something like that, this great idea, right? What we're going to do is we're going to have to get, we're going to have to hire. So, you know, say what you want. We're going to have to pay this person money, but it's for the greater good. So get over it. Are you we're gonna, hiring the grand wizard? We're going to hire the grand wizard of the KKK <laughs> to be a government employee. And anytime someone has a, a thought when it comes to race, we, we can have a segment, right? We'll put it on all the news shows. CNN can have it. Fox News can have it. It'll, it, it'll be called Ask the Grand Wizard, right? And it's like, hey, the Cal Cal state of California wants to help people feel more comfortable. So they want to have black school buses and white school buses. Uh, Grand Wizard, what do you think? Well, I think that's a great idea. Oh, it can't do it. It's a yep. terrible idea. It's Vito. racist. Vito. It's racist. <laughs> We can even make it fun, right? We'll put like a little graphic of a of a little uh, one of those meters that goes back and forth, and on one side it says racist, the other side it says not racist, and it can kind of like 
hang out in the middle when you're asking the question. And then when the grand wizard answers, it goes one way or the other. And it's like, here we go. It's either racist or not racist. Like, I feel like that's a great way to solve this fucking problem. Right. Like probably a great ratings too. It would get amazing ratings. <laughs> it would be the highest segment on cable news. I mean, dude, if you're looking for an expert on racism, like you see, this is, this is the problem. Everyone wants to find experts on racism or try to figure out the right like things to do, but no one goes to the racists. <laughs> right? Everyone goes to educators. <laughs> if you're trying to build a rocket, you're going to go to NASA, right? Like if you're if you're trying to, you know, fly learn how to fly a plane from New York to California, you're going to go to the FAA or like pilot school, right? Like it's pretty straightforward. If you want to, if you want to uh, learn how to dig for oil, you're going to go to like an oil rig and talk to someone. If you want to learn what's racist, like why not just ask a racist? Does the, uh, I don't think the KKK does internships though. <laughs> <laughs> Groomed out the yeah, they do like a basic training or anything like that. <laughs> no, but you you don't have to go through the training. You just ask them, right? No, that's like, true. You you just you just ask them. Yeah, like I yeah, said, like I mean, if you had a question about a, a how a rocket ship works, the best person to ask is someone who works at NASA. Yeah, no, I mean, ser- like if you that's the thing is like if you're torn, it's like ah oh, man, don't know if this is racist. Just think, what would a white Protestant in 1885 think of what you're saying. If they're fully on board with it, you got a problem. Yeah. You are the asshole. White Protestant in Jackson, Mississippi. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the, the professional development day, right? Like, Oh, you know, Mr. Grand wizard, uh, what do you think about a teacher's professional development days? We segregate the rooms by race to make everyone feel more comfortable. Well, it's a fantastic idea. Look, it's racist, right? Easy enough. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's the easiest fucking thing in the world. But I'm an asshole. <laughs> what do I know? I don't know. But nothing. I wouldn't be segre. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be segregating people by race in 2023. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But if you declare it's it's for good, then apparently it's for good. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. People do like a lot of really dumb shit, right? Like it's. I don't know. We don't have to get into like the whole psychology of it, but. uh, good because I've taken multiple psychology. Sky, sky, psychology. That's what I guess. That's a, that's the class I took because I did not get psych. So <laughs> the study of the sky. <laughs> sky psychology. You having a stroke, dude? I wonder. I wonder if that's still. It doesn't smell like toast. I wonder <laughs> if that's still spelled like with a P though first, or is it just S K Y? S K Y. Yeah, psychology. Um, Jesus but yeah, I mean. Christ. I think it was uh, Stanley Milgram that did the uh, the test with um, the people. Like the, there was two separate rooms, right? And they were actors. Like the, the one person was a paid actor, 
And one the one person was in the other room and they just took like a random person off the street to like be a part of a study. And they told the person off the street that they were going to be administering a shock to the actor in the other room that they didn't know was an actor. They just thought they were all random people. So the, the, the quote unquote scientists, right. That are doing the study are actually psychologists that are observing the study and recording everything. And it was like a series of questions. And if the person got something wrong, the person, like the person off the street was supposed to hit a button and deliver a shock to the person in the other room who got the question wrong, who is the actor. Now there was no actual shock. Like there was no electricity. There was nothing. They were acting, right? But they would like, you know, the, the psychologists would, you know, set the scene, right? They would turn the dial up for certain questions and all the way up to like a lethal dose of electricity, um, and at some points, like the, the actor in the other room would be like begging and pleading to be like, please stop. Like it hurts so bad. Like they'd be crying. Like I have a family, like saying all these things, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, let me out of here. And the scientist, psychologist, whatever, um, are like, this is for the greater good. Like the, the, the uh, information that we're gathering from this study is going to lay the groundwork for like amazing things in the future, whatever. Like they just kept telling the person, like, you have to keep going, like you have to keep going. And I think it was like 75% of people administered shocks all the way through the lethal dose just because they were told that like, this is for the greater good. So like, <clears throat> when you sit there and you're like, oh, how did these people like, you know, get swindled into like believing this? I don't know, dude, like 75% of people in, in Stanley Milgram's experiment, like just hit the fucking lethal dose button. And like the actor, like, pretended they died, right? Like they were like, got so electrocuted, they died, right? And it's like, you're telling me only 25, like one in four people are gonna be the ones to stand up and be like, no, fuck this, I'm not doing this. And that's just for something that you might, you might consider like less of, right? So someone that's like a volunteer off the street for a, you know, scientific study, you probably hold a lot less weight to that than you would society, right? Like, oh, there's there's racism in society, right? Like there's a deep-rooted racism. It's a massive problem. Um, it's it's everywhere, right? Like, so that I would argue that it's even higher than 75% of people that would comply because at the end of the day, like I said, it's easy enough to just get up and walk away from an experiment that you're a volunteer of, right? Like you don't feel as personally connected as you do to all of society, right? So it's shit like that that's like, oh, no wonder why people are so fucking stupid is because like they'll literally do whatever you tell them to do as long as you tell them it's good, <laughs> right? Like this is good. Like, do this. It's like... So you think it's more than 75% of the people are just sheep? Yes. Well, saying, would... When it comes to 
things like society and racism and things like that, right? Because I feel like people feel a bigger sense of connection to society, like I said, than they would at a, a science experiment that they volunteered for. Which I think it still says a lot. Sure. That, yeah. That a scientific experiment that you volunteered for, that you can get up and leave at any time, still 75% of people went all the way to the lethal dose. So it's like, I don't know, is it like 90% of people that probably well, would 90, just go along? 97% of people are idiots. This is true. And I know all arguments devolve into Hitler, but this is, um, this is how it happened in Nazi Germany, right? Like this is, this is it. It was Stanley Milgram's experiment on a larger scale. When you tell people that this is for the greater good over and over, they're like, oh, well, it's for the greater good. So obviously I'm going to help. Obviously I want to, I want to do something for you know, better my country and better humanity. We're laying the foundation for a better future. Yeah, obviously I'll, I'll comply. I'll do whatever you say. That, I mean, See, that's you how went Hitler. Happened. I was, you went Hitler. I was going to go electric vehicles. <laughs> Cause a, a lot of people, same. they're just like, oh, well, you know, I really should like get like an electric vehicle. Why? Yeah. Oh, you know, no, nah, not really. It's kind of why I asked. Oh, well, you know, the environment. Are you just saying random words and things? Because I don't think you actually know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, electric vehicles, too, are more along the lines of, like, cognitive dissonance. Because the the thought process stops at when you plug the car in. You don't continue the thoughts of, like, where does the electricity come from? that you just plugged into your car, right? So like you're sitting there like, oh, well, you know, I'm not driving a gas powered car, so I'm helping the environment. Okay, but you're using electricity that comes from a coal fired plant that is still polluting the area. So it's like, okay, you're, you're not, you're, I guess, technically not polluting the area near where you live, <laughs> but you're still polluting wherever that electrical coal plant is, right? Like, I don't know. And that's that's where like people are just dumb when it comes to that. Like you said, 97% of people are fucking stupid. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's an interesting one. If you're out there, if you're, um, I, I might've messed him up too. Um, you know who would know better would be Sexy Chris because he's in grad school right now for psychology. Um, because I know Stanley Milgram also did the prison experiment, um, which was a fucked up one too. Yeah, Jones, you know that one? Yeah, vaguely, very vaguely. But I know yeah. the uh, the electric shock uh, therapy one was done Stanford. That heard on a podcast. Yeah, so I think it I think it is Milgram because Stanley Milgram was also at Stanford. He did the because it's called the Stanford prison experiment. So I think it, Mil, Milgram probably did both of them. What a fucked up guy, huh? You could do a you could get away with a lot more in like the 50s. I think it happened in like the 50s and 60s, right? You no, know, yeah, the 60s, like uh when like the military was given the all our like uh special agents LSD and shit. What do you mean that never happened? <laughs> yeah, MK Ultra. Yeah, well no, what's on what's MK Ultra? 
That's a that's a fake that's fake news. What do you what do you listen to, Alex Jones? Yeah. <laughs> Why would our government ever give people LSD on purpose? Yeah, I do have. Um, I just looked it up. So the the Milgram exper- experiments, Stanley Milgram did the uh, the shock, the shock experiment, and also. Uh, Was it? Maybe he didn't do the prison experiment. I don't see it here. It's not listed under his things. But either way, right? Um, both came out of Stanford. If anyone out there, yeah, just look them up, right? The Stanford prison experiment, um, the Milgram shock experiment. I don't know. Just Google it. It'll pop up. Apparently, uh, the prison experiment was done by doctors in Barda. Oh yeah, Phil Zimbardo, right? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was I was all those guys. Skinner was another one who was another big psychologist in that time. Came up with the Skinner box. Um yeah, I don't know how I remember all this shit either, but whatever. <laughs> Again, I took four psychology classes and I couldn't tell you one psychological principle, not one. <laughs> Uh, abnormal psych. There you go. That's one. I didn't take that. Oh, that was a fun one. Although it wasn't what I had expected. I thought I took abnormal psych going in being like, oh, it's going to be cool. We're going to talk about like all kinds of fucked up shit, like schizophrenia and bipolar disorder and like super interesting stuff. And it wasn't that, well, I, I don't even remember what we did, but I remember like checking out like three weeks into class, be like, ah, this class fucking sucks. It's not what I thought it was going to be. And then like the last like five weeks of the semester was the like cool shit, right? Where it was like schizophrenia and bipolar and, you know, whatever, multiple personality and borderline personality. Like that's, that's what it all was. And I was like, ah, man, if only you took this last five weeks and just made it a full semester course. Why the fuck is that required for physical therapy? Just in case you don't know which patient came in the building that day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of shit that's like, why is this even required? Right. I mean, we've talked about this before in the past, the whole undergraduate degree is a scam because it's like 120 credits and typically, right? I think that's what it is, right? On average, it's like 120 credits. Um, and I would say at least 60 of them are completely useless. I don't know if you guys ever had to take a research methods class. I did. But take one. I did in grad school. Stopped. Yeah. It was the most useless shit ever. Like I never, ever had to deal with anything. It's like statistics, right? Not yeah. to that degree. Yeah, it's like, well, you need to you need a research methods class because you need to know how to cite things properly. That's like, okay, well, the only time I'm ever going to cite things properly is in a research methods class, right? It's like circular thinking. <laughs> it's like, well, you need this. You need to know how to do this so that you can cite things in papers. Okay, well, I'm only ever going to write papers while I'm in school. So you know what I mean? It's like school is teaching me this thing. 
that I need while I'm in school. But when I get out of school, I'm never going to need it, right? Like I've never, I've never used a bibliography or a fucking works cited page or any of that bullshit since I graduated school, like in grad school. It's like that X. Well, not for nothing. It- oh, go ahead. It's like that X plus Y equals seven or something. We have to solve for X. Like, <laughs> when are you? When have you learned? Like, needed to know that ever? We had to use trig in Mansfield. We did. <laughs> That's true. We were building the firewood shed and we had to figure we had to figure out the angle to cut um the posts to put the roof on. <laughs> You're the only person I've ever known to ever need that. Kind but of- now here's the thing though, Jones. We both took trig. We both took calculus. Do you want to know how we figured out how to find these angles? Probably Google. Yep. Yep. A Google, Google calculator, right? It's like the type in, you know, type in the the one angle, the length of the other thing and the other angle, and then it spits out the angle that you need, right? It's like, cool, I didn't need your stupid A squared plus B squared equals C squared bullshit because I can just get a Google calculator that does that for me. I type in the A number and the B number, and then you give me the C number, right? Like, I don't need to do this like math shit, right? Like it's dumb. Well, but you need to know how to get the work. You need to know how, how, how it, how it works. Right. Oh. No, I don't. No, I don't. I, don't. I just need to make sure the roof fucking fits. What I need is the answer that I'm looking for. Right. I don't need to know how it works. Right. I use a computer every single day. I don't need to know how the computer works. I don't need to know binary code ones and zeros and like DOS and like the, the fucking the, the bias system. I don't need to know any of that. I don't, I don't need to know how it works. I need to know that when I hit the L key on my keyboard, the L pops up on my screen, right? Like it's all I need to know. Oh, but, but you know, how else are you going to find the hypotenuse? I don't know, dude, a fucking calculator on the internet, right? Like it's d- dumb bullshit. It's just like, yeah. In what situation do I need to find the hypotenuse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> math class great i'm done with yeah. those yeah well you know it, that's like the other thing too like the stupid ass like common core math and like all that bullshit math stuff people are like why why are you making this more difficult than it needs to be right because they're like oh this lattice like lattice math and like all this other bullshit it's like hey man I, I don't know, just like memorize if you have to, right? Like we all did it. 12 plus eight is 20, right? Like it's just like, it should become like eventually intuitive. And then once you get to something that's like really fucking weird, like if you're measuring, if you need to find like the, uh, you know, the surface area of a window, for example, uh, shout out to Dan, friend of the show, if you're measuring windows and you need to know how big the window needs to be. And it's like, 27 and a quarter inches wide and like 31 and an eighth inches long, you use a fucking calculator. Like I'm not going to sit there and do like lattice math to like figure out the surface area of a stupid fucking window. I'm going to punch the numbers into a computer and the computer is going to give me the answer that I want. I like, well, th- and this is the hard part with, 
academics needing to require so much like history of it, I guess, in a way where it's like, if a topic's too new, well, we can't really use that because it's, you know, too new. So we rely on old topics and old technology where you couldn't Google the fucking hypotenuse before. So if you needed to find the pitch of, or what angle to cut that board at, you did need to know how to do it. Right. But now you don't. It's the same thing with like bibliographies. Like if I wrote a fucking book today, today, and I didn't want to be sued for uh, plagiarism, any thought, I could just link it in the text, save the document as a fucking PDF, and that's my book. And if you want to know where I got that info from, you go to the link. Like credit attributed. Right. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to sue you because you use some of my info and I know you link to it saying, if you want more info on this, go to this link. But it wasn't an MLA formatted uh, bibliography. So that's plagiarism. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Judge is going to look at that and tell you to fuck off. Oh, yo, you linked to it. You, you, oh, you think a judge has enough time to even take that case? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't that guy wouldn't even be able to find a lawyer to take the case yeah what a fucking well yeah you can find the lawyer but <laughs> it's what happens on the other end yeah yeah it's fuck man people are so dumb everything is dumb really when you boil it down just keeps getting dumber too. You'd think by 2023 it'd get better. It's gotten worse. Nope. Nope. Dumber. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten significantly worse, I would say. <laughs> so, hey. What can you do, right? <laughs> um, actually, really quick, before we get into final thoughts, um, I did want to throw it out there uh that. In the last episode, I talked about um, making hot sauces and stuff. Uh, I made my first hot sauce, and it is fucking incredible. Um, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but uh, toot toot. That's precisely what you're doing. Yep, yep. Um, So I used uh, Scotch Bonnet peppers, um, which have a little sweetness to them. And I blended it up with pineapple, uh, apple cider vinegar, honey, uh, a little bit of salt, some cumin. Um, I forget what else I put in there. I don't know. I have the, the recipe written down and like the actual measurements too. So I know what it is. Uh, dude, it is fucking delicious. It looked bomb. Yeah, I um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna try and bottle it, and then I'll I'll send it to you guys. So it's the first. It's obviously the first one, um, potentially the first of many. But I gotta. Well, you are gonna out, have to make this like a billion times. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm and just of course kind of, I, I'm willing to I'm willing to test. Just you know, you keep sending it to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll keep testing it. You ship it to Maryland, I'll uh, definitely uh, have some. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely eat it. Yeah, yeah, just send it to me. 
Um, but yeah, I, I got to think of like some other, some other recipes, right? So disagree. I mean, <laughs> just stick with the one. How about this? How about this? Get really fucking good at one. Tighten that up. And then you can get creative. Yeah. Remember when the fucking Wolfhausen Brewery fucking made the <laughs> low carb strawberry beer? Yeah, it wasn't good. No, nearly killed landfill. <laughs> Sorry, it did kill landfill. It did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my thing. I the, the only the only limiting factor there is going to be the supply of peppers, right? So, like. I'm going to have to actually search for these things because I get a fucking pepper guy. I know I'm going to need a pepper guy. Um, if anyone out there is watching or listening, uh, don't forget to subscribe first. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you got a pepper guy or, you know, someone who's a pepper guy or, you know, you want to connect us, you know, you just let me know. Um, as stupid as it is, what, how many farms are around you? I don't know uh, if you'll be able to find scotch bonnets every time, but right. Right. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of farms near me. Well, so you need to find a Scotch bonnet plug. Do they yeah. sell those shits outside of Jamaica? Dominican Republic. Like, can you even grow? Can you even grow a Scotch bonnet in Massachusetts? Uh, honestly, probably not. So, you might be able to. I I don't know. I mean, you. I just know Jamaicans love using Scotch bonnets. That's that's not true. You could in a controlled environment, right? Like if you had a greenhouse or something like that, where it's temperature controlled, you 1000% could grow it in Massachusetts, but like, you're not going to be able to plant scotch bonnets in your backyard garden and like, let them grow. It's just not going to fucking happen. Um, but yeah, the ones I got were from the Dominican. They say scotch bonnets from Dominican. Um, uh, I just know that I just know that Jamaicans use uh, Scotch bonnets all the time. Yeah, yeah. So they do occasionally have them at Market Basket, but they don't have them like every week. So it could be like a whole thing. You know what you might see. This is is part of it. You got to find a fucking Scotch bonnet plug. I do. If that's going to be the pepper, or who knows. Maybe a habanero gets the job done. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a hot sauce guy. Jones, what are you gonna say? You should try uh, do a kumquat bar- uh, barbecue sauce. <laughs> Oof, we're out of kumquat season though. Yeah, we're out of kum- Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Maybe next year, next winter. So part of me likes the Scotch bonnet. Um, one because it does have a little sweetness in it already. And two, it's different, right? Like you can go get a fucking pineapple habanero hot sauce anywhere, right? But like, have you ever seen a pineapple scotch bonnet hot sauce? Well, now here you go. Now you got, you got to, you got to get, you got to get a plucker. Yeah. Yeah. That should be step one before, or I guess, I guess the next step. Yeah. Cause like find the other reliable, thing too is like reliable source of scotch bonnet. You can find, you can find pineapple um, habanero. You find mango habanero, right? Like the mango habanero salsa, like everyone loves that shit, right? It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I get it. 
Like I want to be a little bit different. That's why I was thinking another to like a, a second sauce is trying to find a way to uh, to use like poblanos because uh, you never really see poblanos. You see jalapeno, obviously jalapenos are in hot sauce, right? But um, I don't know, coming up with some sort of like poblano hot sauce. Poblanos aren't hot though. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't, have, it doesn't have to be, right? Like there's my, I like mild hot sauces too, right? Like it's, it doesn't have to be like kick you in the dick hot. Didn't say that, but it should have yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Poblanos have nothing, dude. I think they have more Although than Poblano, jalapenos. Pub, no. I fed Poblano. I usually use Poblanos for um, when I make chili. And I yeah. feed that to anybody. Um, let's see. The Poblanos... Uh, range from 1,000 to 1,500 Scoville units. That's less than jalapeno. Let me see. Jalapeno Scovilles. Um, yeah, you're right. Jalapenos range from 2,500 to 8,000 Scovilles. Yeah. So I don't know. There's my That's my mild sauce, right? That'll, that'll be like my mild bitch sauce is Poblanos. Serrano, Serrano chilies—is that a thing? I think Serrano, yeah. Those yeah, can get Serranos, hot, right? They look yeah. like um, they look like they're they're, they're they're kind of thin. Uh, yeah. I thought they were little, like 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 skinny guys. Yeah, they're skinny guys. Yeah, but they can be long and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serranos, make it <laughs> <laughs> and, and send, make it and send it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing to balance out the Serranos? What are we making? This is the this is the sarcasm speaks blend, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I picked I got I picked I picked Serrano. So what do you what are you adding to it? Yeah, Jones, what do you want to balance it out with? Probably get it probably has to be a ketchup base, right? Tomatoes. Base. You don't want to make it too hot. Yeah, I can, I'm not against. Want. Yeah, I'm not against tomato. Yeah, we could make a mild sauce as a different sauce, right? <laughs> so I'll check Serrano's uh, Scoville rating. The um, like general. Uh, this is fucking retarded because I've read so much on hot sauces in the last like like three months more so i would say in the last two weeks but over the course of the last three months i've spent so much time reading about hot sauces so like typically it's like a pepper or two right and then there's an acid base so whether that's like a apple cider vinegar or a red wine vinegar or just a regular white vinegar um something like that and then sometimes people will throw in like a juice whether it's an apple juice, lime juice, lemon juice, things like that. And then you can add whatever herbs you would like, if you would like to add some herbs. Um, but yeah. All right. So typically. on the scale, Serranos are more, they're hotter than jalapenos, but not as hot as cayenne. So I think this needs to have a little bit of kick. I don't think we should neuter it. Anyway. Okay. okay. So what, what are they, what, so it's a pepper, uh, an acid, and then a something else. Is that what it was? Yeah. 
Yeah, you can put in some herbs. Make a white vinegar. All right. So we got uh, we got serranos. I'm writing this down as the next recipe. What about a serrano like chimichurri? Is that possible? Is that is that legal? Ooh. I'd fuck with that. Because so I mean, like, like, why don't we just cilantro? like someone already did the work for us? Jones, you're a chimichurri guy. How do you usually make it? Uh, olive oil, red wine vinegar, cilantro, parsley, garlic, chili flake, salt pepper. I think the Sarcasm Speaks blend should be a fucking Serrano chimichurri. I think that would play. All right. Mel, will make it. Yeah, I just wrote it down. Serrano, cilantro, or uh, why are you still here? <laughs> oregano, red wine vinegar, garlic, mm, salt, parsley, pepper. Par- pars- parsley, not oregano. Oh, see, that's why. I, that's why I read it back. Cilantro, parsley, red wine vinegar, garlic, salt, pepper. Chill that bitch for like two days, and you're golden. All right. And maybe I'll tow. Uh, oh, I'm a little hesitant. <clears throat> I mean, I can try it, right, and see how it comes out. As I say, I would be a little hesitant to put olive oil in it, just because I feel like it would separate. Um, but like I said, I can well, still, I can try it. Either way, this is just the ins- the the chimichurri is just the inspiration. Right. Right. It doesn't need to be a chimichurri sauce with serranos like mixed into it right right, just right, the right. Thought. yeah 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 so i would use significantly less cilantro and parsley right because like i don't need i don't need like the thickness like i don't need it to be a chimichurri i just need it to have like the essence of chimichurri yeah it probably won't be the same consistency either right right All right. Well, I got my next sauce. So here we go. You know my sauce. address. Yeah. <laughs> we got some sauces to make. Uh, so on that note, uh, I'll take, I'll take, uh, you know, before we get to final thoughts again, uh, I'll take any, any recommendations or suggestions as well. I'm open to any and all of it. If anyone out there, right. Cause that's the other thing too. I mean, it could exist, right? I'm sure there's thousands of different kinds of hot sauces, but if you're out there and you're like, you know what? I mean, assuming it's not like a fucking, you know, sociopathic hot sauce recipe. You know, if you're like, oh, I would really love like uh, an apple cinnamon ghost pepper sauce. I'd be like, all right, you should, you should probably, you know, maybe call a therapist um, it's like it's almost like uh chef reactions yeah like yeah. That, that might be my new favorite account on instagram he is my favorite account i would love to see if we could get him on the show actually that would be a fucking blast <laughs> i would have so many questions to ask that guy but it's like some like uh fruity pebble uh fruit yeah like what yeah, the fuck? yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what is this abomination? <laughs> yeah, can you do a uh, fruity pebble cheesecake uh, hot sauce? <laughs> no, I fucking can't. What the fuck? Yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that. 
but yeah, no, like I said, I'm, I'm open to suggestions as long as, like I said, it's not like a sociopathic fucking bunch of left hand stable to your wall suggestion. You know, don't come at me like with the fucking apple or fruity pebbles cheesecake hot sauce. But <clears throat> yeah, maybe you got a thing, right? Like maybe you really like one thing. Maybe you, maybe you've always thought about like, oh, it would be really cool to have like a, a raspberry fucking chili sauce. Sure. Yeah. I'll test it out. See if it's any good. Right. Why not? I feel like if it's not like Mad Dog 357. We're probably in good shape. <laughs> or the bomb that yeah yeah dip spit with well, the, the, the bomb's easy you just take fucking cayenne pepper and mix it with dip spit and then there it is that's the hot sauce <laughs> yeah. i can fucking make that one <laughs> the worst part will be fucking the straight skull that i'll have to pack it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so fucking gross Fuck that sauce uh but uh but yeah now now we can get to wrapping things up here uh jones you want to kick us off with a final thought uh yeah so we got a new dog here uh, about two weeks ago and i forgot how much raising a puppy sucks <laughs> it's so annoying <laughs> it's so annoying she's five months old and she eats and bites fucking everything Five months. Uh, the she sleep through the night. Yes, she sleeps through the night. Okay. Does she piss and shit outside? For the most part. What? Yeah. What percentage? Ninety-seven <laughs> percent. Okay, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um. Outside of that, is just like a fucking ball of hate energy. Yeah, like she just fucking bites all the fucking time and like she doesn't mean it obviously because she's a puppy she doesn't know any better right like, she's fuck off like leave me alone yeah she got yeah. puppy teeth too that are like razor fucking sharp yeah yeah and like in the morning like she'll come up after like she goes out whatever she'll come up and like dive bomb my head so i'm like perfectly dead asleep and like she gives me a concussion so it's great <laughs> she's a little fucking hell yeah like she's uh crate crate trained or does she sleep in the bed? So we've tried both. Um she was really good in bed for the first couple nights and then she had an accident, so we put in the crate. But that shouldn't be soon. Other than like other than the biting and like trying to eat fucking everything. She's a good dog. I love my <laughs> oh, love my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would imagine it's this it's a pain in the ass, right? Yeah. I well, it's also a pre it's a it's a it's a tough breed because it's a working dog mixed with a working dog. So it's like God forbid the two of you like, you know, work. Yeah. And like can't just like exercise the dog all day. It's like, okay, like I, I need tasks to do. I gotta do something. Gotta yeah. work. And it's like, we don't have any work for you. Cool, I'll just bite your head. Yeah. All right, cool. cool. I'm just going to go gotta... chew on stuff. Yep. Yep. I'll just yep. fucking fuck everything up because that'll be my task for the day. <laughs> she chews on fucking everything. If you're not going to give me a task, I will create my own tasks. <laughs> like 
her favorite thing. And it's going to be biting everything in sight. So just so you know, so either give me a task or I've chosen my task. <laughs> Not only does she bite everything, she goes in the cat boxes now, which is great. So she found herself two tasks. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> is she digging them? Uh, no, no. She just finds the little nuggets and eats them. Nice. Because that would suck having like cat litter sprayed all over the house if she starts fucking digging. Oh, I'd be the cats do that by themselves. They suck. <laughs> so. so you gotta fucking find a farm for all these fucking animals. Holy shit. <laughs> it's the Jones Zoo. Yeah. I thought my father had a zoo with ducks and chickens and goats and shit. Well, he does have a zoo. Oh, that's 1,000% a barn. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's a uh, what is she pit in something? Yeah, a Staffordshire Terrier, so basically a smaller. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a English pit bull and an American pit bull mixed together. Yeah, sick. Although yeah. not technically, but whatever. Yeah, she's definitely not stubborn. No, definitely not. All right, uh, Bobby, get a final thought. I do. So the I watched the video is Bob does sports playing golf with you the good sports. good guys. <laughs> and the challenge was a burger eating challenge. Every four burgers that a four man team ate was one stroke off of their total score. So everyone in the group, because it's, it's four versus four. So everyone eats one burger. That's minus one stroke. How many burgers do you think that you could eat? And it, so the they, they went to McDonald's and just got single hamburgers. So that, that's the size, whatever. How many of those burgers do you think that you could eat and say – it's probably it probably took them three hours to play these nine holes, four versus four. So we'll just call it three hours. How many do you think you could eat in three hours? Can I have cheese on mine? Can you have cheese or can you not have cheese? Can Actually, have- you can have whatever you want. Don't answer my question because one guy <laughs> doesn't eat cheese, so there was no cheese, and other people had cheese. Three hours, and we're walking the course. Yeah, you're walking the course, kind of playing golf, kind of slapping it around, whatever. In three hours, I think. Mel, Mel, what do you think? Oh, I'm a disgusting human being. I was gonna say like ten. If you give me three hours, I could eat ten cheeseburgers in three hours. A single, a just a single stack McDonald's cheeseburger. That's like yep, bun. Bun, burger, cheese, bun. That's it. They like throw yep. some fucking ketchup and mustard on there too yeah, if you want, some, whatever. Something but yeah, just the dry. single. I could easily eat 10 of those in three hours, especially if I'm walking. Oh, yeah. I'd say five minutes. Oh, you know what? They were in the they were in carts, but anyway, whatever. Not, not important. We're, like this for intents and purposes. Um, oh, but for walking, then I can definitely have like 12. Because I'm going to get tired. <laughs> they were so. They were they were in carts when they did it, um, but like you know, obviously it's like you know, cart walk out to your ball, blah blah, blah whatever. 
So you you are like walking around, but no, not walking the course. That'd be a lot of burgers to carry. Yeah. They ordered 120. Um, so the most that any of them ate was 13. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the kid had to puke twice. <laughs> I feel, yeah. I mean, I feel like I could eat a burger a whole. So I call it nine, right? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it with how bad they struggled to do so. I know I'm more disgusting than, well, not fat Perez, but, um, actually I don't even know how many he ate because his team fucking rolled. So it's like, they weren't even at one point, they weren't even like trying to eat anymore because they were just kicking the shit out of the other team. Like they didn't even need the extra strokes. <laughs> um, but like the like the other dude, it was like six two and just skinny as hell, and he just kept eating. But like the problem was like he would eat one, and it's like, well, you need four to get the stroke. So then it's like, well, he probably had to eat two now and like one one or like half to one, like whatever, like yeah, moving yeah. around like that. I don't know. Seeing how bad they struggled, I'm like almost thinking like maybe eight. Eight might be my max before I want to puke. I mean, I could get to like, I think if I force the issue, I want to say it's like 10. Yeah. I feel like a burger a whole is a safe bet. Now, if you run into the situation where you just laid out that they actually did, where like, I have to now eat multiple burgers just to get to the four mark, then I'm going to puke. Right. Yeah. The timing, the timing got a little, uh, but assuming you know that what? like the foursome is like us three and Vinny and we're all just four disgusting human beings and we can very easily take down a burger by ourselves. Um, I could eat a, I could eat a burger a whole. I'm optimistic that I could. Yeah. But watching how bad, but again, I don't know if any of them can. Well, so the thing is, it's like, I'm actually declining on my ability to eat. Like, in stupid volumes like because there was a while where i could eat like stupid amounts of food and now it's like i'm starting to not be able to do it and i think three years ago i probably would have said like 10 easy and i could probably lean toward maybe 12 and that's like the only reason i don't think i I don't know if i could do it anymore it's just like it's it's kind of caught up to me (laughs) (laughs) drink it well, see, drinking, I can still do my thing. It's just the hangovers have now become stupid. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do to fix them. Like, they, they've become bad. Yeah, that would be um, that would be interesting if it was a foursome of us three and Vinny. I feel like yeah, Vinny could I take mean, down a ton of burgers. <laughs> He's, this I would is, say six, 60 is too many for the group, but 50? Because Vinny has the stomach for it. Because he's the fucking psycho that, like, when he's cripplingly hungover, goes to Taco Bell and buys the box of fucking tacos and eats, like, 12 tacos in a sitting. So, like, my stomach probably isn't built for it, right? Because I never eat fast food. But still, like... I'm confident that I could get through a burger a whole like Vinny. Well, I'm I feel also, like could easily eat fucking 15. 
But that's the other thing too is like it doesn't have to be McDonald's. Out that was just that, that's what they did, and that was like my size for reference because you know if we were eating like legit quarter pounders that we cooked ourselves, it's like no way. That's like yeah, yeah, not a chance. Three and I start to get full, and I'm talking like probably max five. Yeah, yeah, I would say I'm right there. Like if you. I grilled the burgers myself, right, right. Yeah. Nasty. But I guess they've also done uh wings, tacos, uh fireball nips and beers. But that's all just that's only Bob does sports. This was their only like collab. I feel like tacos and wings are really counterproductive to golf. <laughs> They're messy. They're so fucking messy. Tacos and wings are literally some of the two messiest things you can eat. Well, never mind. It's like, okay, so give me tacos. It's like half of it's going to end up on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In wings, it's like, really? Like, I don't want to eat wings. Yeah, my hands are going to be Fuck. sticky. Yeah, it's nasty. I'm going to have to like wash my hands before I put the glove on my hand. Or like, I'm just going to have to throw. I'm gonna, otherwise, I'm going to have to throw the glove away at the end of the round. <laughs> it's fucking, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. And fireball, fireball nips, forget it. Yeah, no thanks. I did see, so I don't know whether you sent it maybe or or someone reposted it on Twitter that I saw the um, every beer is minus one stroke on your score. <coughs> well, I think that's a pretty popular that's like, a thing. game to play, right? So I think I've seen some people on Twitter be like, oh, if you have to play 18, you know, Cause then you have to, you have to weigh the difference, obviously. Right. Like, are you going to drink 18 beers? Because by the fucking back nine, you're going to be falling over. You're not going to be able to hit the ball. So there is like a, a sweet spot to it, right? Like you probably want to drink yeah. maybe six I've, beers. I've seen some charity scrambles. Now, obviously people are like, well, why don't you just, well, you could just dump the beer out. It's like, okay, that's really not the point, but like you bring back all your empties and that subtracts from your score. Yeah. Uh, um, so some people just sit in the cart and they'll drink over four hours. I don't know, 20, <laughs> like whatever it is. Like they won't even play. They'll just drink. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, my final thought here, if I can pull it up uh, on my phone, uh, which one do I want to go with? All right. I uh, I did a an actual man thing uh, for the first time ever. Uh, I changed the oil and filter on a vehicle, not my car, right? Not my truck. <laughs> not, not not quite there yet. Um, but I changed it for um, for my lawnmower, right? So I got a I got a ride on lawnmower. Um, so I was like, I don't remember the last time, like I personally, I don't think I've ever changed the oil on it or the filter. And I looked, the filter was dated April, 2020. So I was like, all right, it's gotta be, it's gotta be changed. Right. It's an older lawnmower too. So, you know, one of the, the fucking front axles a little broken, so it doesn't turn left very good. 
Uh, so when I cut my lawn, you I call do, it Derek Zoolander. <laughs> I do. Uh, I pretend like I'm a UPS driver and I only take right turns when I cut the grass. Um, gets a little tough when you get around fences, but you know, you make it work. Um, not an Ambi Turner. It's not its fault. <laughs> Just keep um, the prime minister of Malaysia away from your ride on mower. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I went, I bought the necessary materials, right? I, uh, got the little, like the oil pan and all that shit. So the funny part is I bought a, they didn't have any like oil hoses, right? So I had to go into like the, the plumbing aisle and buy like a roll of like PVC, um, tubing. Right. And I'm looking like, uh, this looks big enough. Uh, it wasn't big enough. Uh, I had to, I had to like snip the edge of it to like open it up, to make it a little bit bigger, to like get it around the, uh, the oil exhaust drip or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know if anyone listened to this as a car guy, they're going to be like, wow, you're a fucking retard. I'm like, yeah, man, I know. I get it. Um, yeah, the, the oil drip thing. Um, where yeah, the oil, yeah, where the, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a retard and I don't know car terminology. Yeah. Yeah. Where the oil comes out when you pull the fucking thing, you got to twist it and pull it. And then the oil comes out. Uh, so I got the, I got the tube on there. I ran it into like the pan, whatever I, do, I get the whole thing. I get the, I get all the oil drained. I take the old filter off and put the new filter on. I fill it up with new oil and I go, well, Here's the moment of truth, huh? Let's see if this shit fucking works. So I get on it and I uh, go to turn it on. I, I turn the key. Lo and behold, the fucking thing started. Uh, and it actually worked. I actually, so <laughs> it was a bit of a, uh, bit of a chance that I, a gamble, if you will, that I put on myself here. Uh, I changed the oil and the filter before I cut the grass. <laughs> So like in hindsight, it was like, wow, if I fucked something up, like I, I guess the grass isn't going to get cut, but, uh, either way, uh, everything worked out well and uh, I was able to cut the grass and, uh, now I can say that I've changed the oil and stuff and stuff. And truthfully, like, again, let me preface by saying I'm retarded and I don't know anything about cars. Um, it is ridiculously easy. Like I'm, I'm not going to do it one. Cause I still get free service from Toyota. Um, but I'm curious to like pop the hood of my truck and like find where the whole like thing is because like, I like, I pay people like $150 to change my oil and that's all. Do it you is. have to lift? Do you have to lift it to change the oil? You do. Don't you? What? The car. Yeah. Off the no, no, not the lawnmower. Yeah, don't do you need do you need to get under or no? Um, I can fit right under my truck because it's high enough off the ground. Like you would yeah. need to lift your Corolla, right? Like, well, that's just two guys. Yeah, <laughs> but because my truck is high enough off the ground, I can get underneath it. Uh, interesting point. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm not going to do it yet, right? Because I just bring my truck to Toyota because the first 25,000 miles I get free service. Um, so I just bring it again for free and let them do all the shit because they like rotate the tires and 
you know, they change all the filters and all the fluids and all that shit. And again, I don't pay for anything. So um, when I have to actually start paying for shit again, I might be like, I don't know, dude, am I going to pay $150 for an oil change or am I just going to fucking do it myself? Because it's pretty fucking easy. The only problem that I ran into that I, I will run into is like, I don't know what to do with the old oil. <laughs> Google so I, it, Mari. Yeah, I know. It's it's easy enough to just Google it, right? Um, do you guys have a dump? Yeah, we do. Probably the dump. Yeah. Do you have a imagine. sticker for the dump? Do you need a sticker for the dump? Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> just bring it to the dump. Let it be their problem. Yeah. That's most likely the thing to do but one big bag <laughs> yeah no the, I, was the... saying, I know what i would have done with it i know what i would have done with it <laughs> <laughs> it's like that mercury thermostat <laughs> yeah i dispose of that the right way yeah totally same thing with batteries they're like oh don't put batteries in the trash well, what do you mean where I mean, else are they gonna go yeah what the fuck else am i supposed to do with these batteries what do, you want? do you want me to throw them in the ocean like what do you want like <laughs> Like, where else am I going to put them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Milton has a dump, but like, what do I, okay, yeah, I'm going to go to the dump. Like, so, so someone comes up with their truck, they got like actual trash and actual shit and oil, whatever the fuck. I'm going to go up with a Ziploc bag and be like, I got some batteries. <laughs> out of here. It goes right in the barrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I know of anybody three. that uh, I don't think I know anybody that actually like disposes of batteries the right way. Yeah, oh, I gotta go to the trash. dump. The TV remote ran out of batteries. Gotta go to the dump this weekend. Yeah, oh, I got I gotta get rid of my two AAA batteries. Yeah, I'll get rid of them in the fucking trash. <laughs> yeah. The dumbest shit ever. <laughs> Especially when you know that like recycling is fake. So that we do. We do. <laughs> uh it's like uh whose line is it anyway? Points aren't real and everything's made up. <laughs> so <clears throat> that uh that's gonna do it for us. Uh so again, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, hit the like button, uh, tell everybody you know about the show, subscribe, even if you're an audio only guy, uh, if you're in, we've, we've got more like international people, um, tons of people in Singapore now, like tons of downloads in Singapore. Um, again, probably a VPN, but like, maybe not because it's pretty high. Um, we got a couple people in Italy, Germany. Um, I forget where else, somewhere else, but Again, all over the U.S. too. We got people in. We actually, I think up until Monday's episode when it came out, uh, we had more downloads in Virginia than we did in Massachusetts, which is like the first time ever, right? Obviously, Mitch if could listen, be catching up. Yeah, could be, could be. Or, you know, maybe he told a bunch of people, uh, which thanks, Mitch, if you did, because uh, I think Massachusetts is back on top at this point, but um, Virginia was leading, which is pretty
pretty nuts considering we live in Massachusetts and most of the people that listen to the show actually already know us. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, tell everybody you know about the show there. Uh, what else? What else we got? What do we got to do? Uh, we're on social media, right? Uh, Sarcasm Speaks Pod is the Instagram. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks. The Facebook page is Sarcasm Speaks. The website sarcasmspeaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch like that amazing Sarcasm Speaks coaster that Jones has right there on the screen. Um, thank you to moonbrew.com. Use the promo code Jared16159. Uh, I'm going to fuck that up so many times because they're never going to fix it. Uh, and that will get you 10% off your order at moonbrew.com. Uh, the great sleep time tea that I was drinking earlier in the show. Um, Grillyrassoff.com. You can go there. Use the promo code SarcasmPod, and you will get 10% off your order every single time you check out. Uh, likewise, you can use that same promo code SarcasmPod at mybookie.com, and they will double your first deposit up to $1,000. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all the bases. So until next time, good night, everybody.